This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Us, a show dedicated to bringing real help to real couples. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. What's up, guys? My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, and together we are high-performance marriage coaches. We are cutting through the bullcrap and creating a movement of happy, healthy, badass couples all over the world. Let's go! Today's show is brought to you by Women's Group Coaching. Ladies, you need other women in your life to help you level up, to help you reach the goals that you want to reach, and to walk through life with. So join Women's Group Coaching. I want you to visit anatomyofus.com and click on the Women's Group Coaching tab. It's going to be transformative. You're absolutely going to love it. And dudes, if you have a lady in your life and you want to help her level up and live the life she wants to live, sign her up today. I can't wait to see you in our groups. Talk to you later. Bye. This episode contains explicit language that is not very good for tiny ears. So if you're with your kids, put your headphones on. Take it away, Mom and Dad. <laughs> it's time for the show. Let's go. Today, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about admired, trusted, accepted, respected, what men desire from women. Where'd you get those l- words from? I have been, for the last several weeks, writing down on our mirror in our bathroom. Have you noticed that? I have. I've been writing down words that I hear men say about what they want from their wives and what they desire from relationship, mm-hmm. uh, both from books I read. Um, I read Relationships Uneft by mm. Gary John Bishop. I have, I have one hour left of think uh, Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man from Steve Harvey, Ooh. which is amazing. It's such a good book. He's funny. He's wise. Do you ever watch his Instagram clips? Uh, yes. He is, and that's why I was reading his book. And then I also read Men Are From Mars and Women Are From Venus, and mm-hmm. I've been working to like find words that encompass what I'm trying to say and what I think women need to hear. Okay. And so those are the ones. So you can add to those if you would like, but I'll read them again. It's admired, trusted, accepted, respected. Mm, that is good. And let me just tell you something. I have had so much feedback talking to dudes in the mastermind group and also just people, fans of the show, dudes and ladies talk about the last couple of episodes where you have talked about what we get wrong as a society of what men need and mm-hmm. things like that. And your openness and vulnerability has brought a lot of people to tears, mm-hmm. believe it or not. That's my goal, you know. They weren't sad. If you make them cry, you got them. Yeah. <laughs> they, were, they were convicted, and a lot of the ladies were like, oh, my gosh. Right. This is me. I have done this. What's going on? I feel convicted and I want to be different, which is super great. So Mm -hmm. thank you for leading that charge. And I think it's really something we're going to do a show about the ladies too. It's Mm -hmm. like what I used to take for granted Mm -hmm. of stuff of how hard you work of like the heart of a woman, what your core needs are, which of course they're different for every lady, obviously, Mm -hmm. but just the real paying attention to that and unlearning the BS that I've learned from culture, the double BS, the triple BS, (laughs) Right? Yeah, and I have lots of thoughts about that because, like, in uh, the Steve Harvey book, he's like, your man, like, his main objective is to do all these, like, take care of you. So if you say the faucet's dripping, 
he'll go and fix it. And I'm like, I don't know what man you're talking about, Steve, because Seth ain't doing that. Nice try. So we do have a lot to talk about, but <laughs> that's not this episode. And forgive me for mm. my low scraggle voice. I'm still not completely over all of my illness. But uh, so again, admire. I'm going to add another word here. It didn't kind of rhyme, so I wanted to like I'll add it later. But it says admired, trusted, accepted, respected, desired mm-hmm. was the other one that I wanted to put yeah. in there. So. Um, Again, I've been trying to take the words that I hear repeated in different spheres, different ways from different teachers, from different dudes, and turned into something that women can understand in a different way. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things, I want to talk about each one of these words. Let's start with admired. Mm. What does admire mean to you? Like, what does it mean to be admired? What are your thoughts about it? And of course, I'm going to look them all up. Loved by millions. You know, the two things it says, applaud and worshipped. Applaud. Uh, I don't want to be worshipped, but I do. It does feel good when you are applauded. And basically, that means like acknowledge, like, whoa, that dude did a good mm-hmm. job. My this, husband did a good job on that. Yeah. The second one is better. It says, um, hold on, I tapped it. It says, to regard with respect or wor- warm approval. Right. Not warm approval, warm. Warm approval. That sort of sounds like doting a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Admired. Like, think of, think of, uh, famous people that you admire, mm-hmm. you here mm-hmm. with me in the studio, and also you listening. Who do you admire? Well, a whole handful of people or whatnot because they have done respectable things. Maybe they're consistent. They work hard. They are devoted. They're trustworthy. They're wise. They've done a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And usually it's a lot of self-work. Like, oh my gosh, wow, he or she really beat the odds or overcame this thing. And now... They're better for it or turn their mess into their message or, or whatever kind of thing. Um, that feels good when you can feel admired by your spouse. Mm-hmm. Not like, hey, I can lift 100 pounds, admire mm-hmm. me. But no, if I look back over the course of our relationship, 5, 10, 15, 20 years, you have done this awesome thing more often than not. And I appreciate that. And I mm-hmm. admire it. Right. You're consistent in that. Right. right? So a, 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 a verbal acknowledgement. Also, there there's obviously far more than just verbal acknowledgements, but like an actionable acknowledgement. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you know that I do that, so you love me. You love me through my love language. You do things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's an act of like, oh, that's admiration. Yes, and I think that it's a bit of a chicken and the egg thing because people are like, well, a lot of women will be like, well, why would I admire him? He's a alcoholic or he did this or he cheated on me or he whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's like a chicken and the egg conundrum, I would say, mm-hmm. where I think there is a bit of, with a lack of admiration, with a lack of that sort of like attunement, I see what you're doing, I I, yeah. I look at you warmly or whatever, that can create some of the shitty behaviors that make you not admirable. Yeah, but let me say this to you. Say it to me. Don't spray it. In a marriage, even if there's trouble and like, oh my gosh, this again or whatever, whatever, there, I want people to think about the whatever percentage it is that is keeping you there, right? Mm-hmm. Like in our marriage, when it was mega shit, there were still things in that that were keeping us there. Mm-hmm. At times, it might have been 1%, and the 99% was terrible, right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes in some relationships, we need to look at that 1% and go, Ugh, okay, let me lean into that. Mm-hmm. I want to I stay there's a hell of a lot that we have to work on, and I don't know if I can do it, 
but let me look at that one thing. I mean, that happened to us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I remember you're like, yeah, I hated Seth and wanted everybody to die, <laughs> but I wanted my kids to have mm -hmm. a father in their yeah, life. That okay. Was like hmm, the that's primary. One yeah. That's 1%. Yeah. So, was... so you're telling me there's a chance. Right. Right. So we worked off of that. Um, and I just want listeners to like think of that. If you're like, there's no way in hell I'm going to admire him or her. Mm -hmm. They're crazy or whatnot or who knows what. Right. But if there's one thing still keeping you there, lean into that and allow it to grow. Mm -hmm. Not Don't condone the behavior. Don't do any of that, but allow it to grow. Like, okay, we're still here. Let's keep on trucking. I like it. And that goes right with the next word, trusted. Mm. You want to feel trusted. What does it mean to you if I trust you? Oh, if you trust me? Mm -hmm. Well, that feels really good because then, okay, guys in particular like the feeling of responsibility, right? There was a guy a long time ago. Now I hate his guts. Oh. That's, he said, you know, men are like trucks. Uh, they, they ride better with the load. Mm -hmm. You know, I swear, my, like, there's a spot on Highway 18 that I can, and my truck's like brand new. There's nothing mm -hmm. wrong with it, right? Mm -hmm. But you get, on, you get on it, right? And there's nothing in the bed, <laughs> and the back just starts bouncing and bouncing. Mm -hmm. It's the road, right? Yeah. But if I had a, you know, a big load of mulch in there, mm -hmm. if I was pulling a trailer or something like that, it would smooth out, right? Guys do better when they have a load, when mm -hmm. they have responsibilities, when they have to be counted on. And so if I know that my woman, you, aka you, can count on me to do stuff, that feels good. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I got to step up. And men love that stuff. Mm -hmm. It's like, hey, I'm counting on you, dude. Right. Counting on you. Like when we meet in July, right? I've been telling the guys, I'm like, hey, we're going to run hills and do hard shit, mm -hmm. right? I'm counting on them to be able to at least be in halfway decent condition mm -hmm. to be able to do that, right? And right. then there's a social pressure of, ooh, I better do this. Okay, yep, I, I'm looking forward to it. Mm -hmm. kind yeah, of I'm going to read some of the definitions of the word trust. So it says mm -hmm. confidence, belief, faith, freedom from suspicion or doubt, sureness, certainty, certitude, that's a word, assurance, conviction, credence, reliance. And the reason, again, and it also says um, responsibility, Credence. duty, and obligation. So mm -hmm. I think, again, one of the things that I've been reading or gleaning from the things that I've been reading is that men desire to feel trustworthy and trusted by right. their wives, mm -hmm. right? And when we, so what does what does distrust look like then? Can you tell me how I would behave if I didn't trust you? And I've done this a million times. But is there like an example that you can accusatory? Think of? I think you would be more like you know I was talking about sarcasm or um, uh, defense always just begets sarcasm and defense mm -hmm. you know or criticism stuff like that. If you didn't trust me, mm -hmm. then you just always be coming at me sideways, mm -hmm. right? And then there's the self whole self fulfilling prophecy. Oh right. What we focus on expands. If you like, okay, here's an example. If I think that our kids are just going to you know, do drugs and like, where are you going? What's going on? What are you doing this? Right. What are they more you likely to do? You show them that you don't trust them. So right. they're not living up to nothing. Right. Like, so guy or gal listening right here, it's like, okay, what are you looking for? Because most of the time we, what we, what we're looking for, we usually find it. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. What we focus on expands. And if you were treating me that way all the time, two things would happen. I'd be like, well, F it. I, I'm right. not doing this, but she thinks I am anyway. So it's mm -hmm. like I'm getting tr in trouble for doing it, but not even being able to do whatever mm -hmm. I wanted to. Right. <laughs> Go do it. Might right. as well do it. Right. Mm -hmm. Or I'd be like, you're not fun to hang around. 
I'm going to go do other stuff. I'm not doing what you're thinking I'm doing, but hello, you're right. certainly providing a, a giant wedge in between us right here. Mm-hmm. Right? So I'm just I like, do right, provide a wedge. Ooh, nice. Uh, that makes me think of something we see in clients often is that... <laughs> provide a wedge. What is this? <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it was funny to say. Um, where they'll be like... Uh, uh, well, I mean, I know that they're doing, uh, yeah, I mean, I believe that they're doing the best or whatever, but the second that their spouse gets out of line, they're like, see, see, I knew it. I right. knew it. And so you're like, well, no, you actually didn't trust me. Then you were lying when mm-hmm. you said you trusted. Me. And it makes me think of when we used to travel a few years back, like I didn't trust you. I would be like second guessing everything that you travel? did. Like just when we would go to South Carolina and stuff, Okay, I would be like, well, you should have got that one, or you should have booked this flight, or you. Why didn't oh, you get you that? Like I was. You had low confidence that I would do the right thing, make like the right the best choice. Thing, like yeah. oh, get a nonstop flight here, or do. Whatever I just wasn't trusting kind of that you thought things through. So you thought that you could have done a better job. However, you didn't do anything. That's what I'm. Yes, and that's what I'm saying. I didn't do anything to help. I didn't like. There was nothing there, but I would come in with this like tearing you down for the choices that you made. Mm-hmm while having not even tried to help you. Mm. And that I think was really damaging. So you see what I'm saying? Like, I'm, like I didn't tell, I didn't show you. And this is what I actually, I try to tell our clients now. I'm like, Seth is making choices based on his best thinking, like and good right. desire to be a good dad and a desire to be a good husband. Who am I to be like, mm, that was dumb. Those are bad choices. Mm-hmm. You're not trustworthy. See, I can't leave you to do it, but women do it all the time. Right. And I don't, I'm going to, I mean, yeah, I have so many thoughts on this mm. and I'm going to be talking specifically to women for a bit about all of these things because I think that women have uh, in the relationship space, they are just like, what's the word? There's an image in my mind. It's like we are just like requesting all these things from men mm-hmm. and saying that men are dumb and just being like kind of like a-holes about it. So mm-hmm. yeah, women, I'm talking to you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So admire, trusted, hate women now? accepted. I don't hate women. I'm one of them. So accepted. <laughs> How does it, what does it mean to you if I accept you? And I have thoughts about this one. I think this is a good one. Oh, okay. So this is real good. So there, and I can't remember if we talked about it, but this happened a couple of weeks ago and I was super duper stressed about stuff. There was all kinds of like family stuff going on. I think there was other kids stuff going on, plans that we have. And I was just like maxed up here, out. right? Just just maxed out, which is not a bad thing, dudes mm-hmm. or ladies. I was like, okay, I'm carrying a lot. I'm doing a lot. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> rather than just like white knuckle it and hold it all in, I was like, hey, can we talk? Or, or you were, you said, hey, what's on your mind? And then I just like started talking, got emotional in a good way. And it was in the back of my mind. And dudes, listen, no, women Mm-hmm. Listen to this because your man feels like this. I swear to G, he does. My voice cracked. <laughs> can I? Can anyway, I? Anyway, well, um, hold on. Let me just finish yeah. this thing. And I asked you. I was like, "Hey, is this unattractive?" No, you. 
came up. What did to, I say? That you for about two and a half days you had been. It was very clear that Seth was like stressed out or or had a lot of weight on him, and I didn't know how to address it. I didn't want it to be like, "What's the matter? Why are you mad?" You know, I didn't want to like be right. weird about it, and so I was just kind of giving him his space and and approaching it differently. And you walked up to me in the kitchen and you said, "Do you think it's unattractive if I cry? Like, will you think?" It wasn't in the kitchen. It was outside. Well, you said. And I think I was. I, you asked me in the kitchen if we could go talk. Oh. So it either it was either you asked it there or you asked it when we were outside. No, I think it was in the moment. I was like, is this unattractive to you? Does this look weak to you? Does mm. this. If I this cry when I tell you about like the stress that I'm under and I was like, right. not at all. Like, no. Right. Because you never cry. And so it would be different if you cried to me every four days. I would be like, yes, could you, you know, dry it up, buttercup? But right. you don't. And so you asked me, hey, is it does this make me look weak to you? Do you think it's gross or whatever? And I'm mm -hmm. like, of course not. And then we mm -hmm. had a really great talk. Right. And that, but to say that for the women out there, like your guy has feelings, your guy has emotions, mm -hmm. obviously. And sure. They'll look different from mine. Cause everybody is that way, but it was really something on my mind. It's like, Oh, is this weak? And it, from based on knowing you and the conversations that we've had, that doesn't seem weak to you. That actually seems strong mm -hmm. and is to some degree attractive and also builds all the things that you want in a relationship, mm -hmm. right yeah. or wrong. Right. True or false? True. That was hard <laughs> to, to do. Um, so I'm going to read the definition of this. So accepted. The definition mm -hmm. is generally believed or recognized to be valid or correct. And then I scrolled down to the very bottom where it says late Middle English from Latin, uh, acceptare. Frequent, uh, frequentative, what? Says take something to oneself. So take, I accept you. I take that. I, I accept you, you, it like you a You take, gift. right. You, you take me for who I am, mm -hmm. right? And, and so approval, welcome. Right. So wrapping that story back into what I was talking about, like getting mm -hmm. emotional and asking you, it was like, hey, is this week? It was very important that you accepted me in that. Right. And yeah. that is the whole key. It's like, oh, mm -hmm. hmm. Yeah, I accept Seth when he's kicking ass and taking names and right. doing all this stuff and also accept him when he shares that, hey, this is pretty heavy. Uh, mm -hmm. Can I process it with you? Right. Yeah, mm. and I think there's a lot to That's say. That's good. And, and the accepted goes into the respected. There's a, like a an idea that I think it was in the men are from Mars, women are from Venus book, and then it was reiterated in the act like a lady, think like a man book where they talk about this idea of when we don't accept, so a, there's a thing that happens often. I did this for years in our marriage where if you make a choice that is bad, doesn't turn out right, right? So let's say you do some investment and we lose a bunch of money, whatever mm -hmm. it is. Women have a tendency. Which may or nay, may not happen. <laughs> it has happened. Um, <laughs> but so let's say he does that, makes an investment and loses everything that he invested. Women have a tendency to behave and treat, or I, I behaved and treated you in a way that was like, you piece of shit, see you do everything wrong. It was like, I took that one occurrence mm -hmm. and made it who you were as a person. Right. I said, I don't accept you because you lost money in this investment. Mm -hmm. And I would take that, again, that one thing and, and like blanket all of your behavior. So it didn't matter if you were a wonderful dad a wonderful provider, you know, you, you swept the kitchen floor and you made dinner. 
well, you lost money in the thing and now you're a sack of crap. Right. It's kind of, what is it? It's our negativity bias. And we, other podcasters or anything that any, if you've put something out there and it got reviewed or some kind of rating, mm -hmm. it's like, I always look to the one-star ratings, which some idiot goes, uh, I listened to one episode and couldn't take it anymore yeah. or something I listened to like a that. single episode. I got a lot out of it, but I don't like how you say the word like, which, which is literally which we've that had was reviews. an actual one. And we have a negativity bias towards right. that, right? We I, we can have a we thousand five-star reviews yeah, and then look at of, two yeah. one-star reviews and go, ah, that. And right. then we get an argument about it. So everybody has that negativity bias. And yeah, so so that so that's normal, right? But mm -hmm. do you think that women do that towards men more in relationships? Yeah, I think that we don't. Well, it's not even whether we do it more isn't even the point. I'm wanting to learn that or help people learn and see and do this in a new way that if just like I would want to be treated, if I did one thing wrong, mm -hmm. I don't want you to come at me and be like, see, you're so stupid and wrong and you do everything wrong. You're not your mistakes. You yeah. aren't, you aren't the sum of your mistakes. Yes. But what, and one of the things that they were talking about was like, even if he, your husband does something that didn't, didn't make sense or caused a problem or whatever, you lost money to still treat you with this, like, I, I love you, man. Yeah, that thing happened, but I love you mm -hmm. and I accept you and I'm here with you and I'm here for you. And mm -hmm. like, you're not your mistakes, really, you know? And yeah, I think that which, women have it. I think it's uh, some sort of social, cultural, I don't even know, some sort of thing where we feel like, yeah, just like rip him to shreds. It's fun. It's funny. Everyone's mm -hmm. doing it. Your girlfriends are doing it. Your mom is saying that. Go ahead. And It's definitely a culture thing. And I think that men, um, and the research bears this out, Men inherently are higher risk takers mm -hmm. and women are more like safety oriented. Mm -hmm. You know, like when I used to rally cars, right. right? Hold on. Let me pause that and say this. Men are higher risk takers. Women are safety oriented. You know how women perceive that? Men are stupid and don't think. Right. Women are smart. <laughs> right. That's, that's literally how... I've, I have seen more women communicate that stuff to me. Like, oh, my husband's going rafting. <laughs> Idiot, you're probably gonna die. You know, like, you're making me think of one. I know. I was. I wish we could do it, but we can't. It was really funny though. <laughs> it was really but hilarious. All she kept saying was, "You can't go in a canoe. You'll die. You'll die. You you will die. Right? <laughs> but men have a heart. Most men of adventure. Right. Jesus. That's why we're going white water rafting. Right. On a major on the most dangerous river in Washington. Right. In the men's group, you're talking about. For the about. Badass, badass Husband Mastermind Retreat. We are going rafting on the biggest river in Washington State. Lake Columbia. You think uh, you think we would be better off just going and getting massages and sniffing lavender? Are you trying to put women down right now? No. Good. I'm not. Men sniff lavender too, you know. <laughs> anyway. But anyway, that's, that's, that's a point. I was going to say something, but I got sidetracked, right. so go ahead. Well, I mean, I think it's just important to... Again, if I can give you a takeaway here, it's like you're not your mistakes. And to women want to be treated with kid gloves when um I think it's kit. I think it's kid. Where did I get kit from? Kittily? <laughs> That's what we call kindling for some reason. Kittily? We say it weird like that too, like ladies, kittily. Mm -hmm. Um anyway, women wanted to be treated really softly when they mess up but women are willing to shred their husband to bits and pieces when they mess up. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why we do that. It's not fair. It's not good. It's not right. 
but it's also really damaging. And I think because it matters to you to be accepted by me, mm -hmm. when I tear you to shreds, when you mess up, it's like quadruply damaging. Right. And think about it. It doesn't get you what you want. And this mm -mm. is just not women to men. Mm -hmm. Guys do this too. Like a woman, a woman is working her ass off, taking care of all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. And the guy comes home or not come home and finds something wrong with it and say, oh, this wasn't this way or yeah, yeah, all yeah. kinds of stuff and just rips him a new one. Does that actually get what you want in the end? Mm -hmm. And no, right. it never, ever, ever works. Right. It's like thinking you're going to connect with your kid and create some great relationship by yelling at them when they fail, when they bring home a bad grade, or when they do this, or when they make a mistake because they didn't know otherwise because you didn't teach them, mm -hmm. right? What do you think that's going to get you in the end? Right. You know what I'm saying? Nothing. Absolutely what nothing. What does it something? Absolutely nothing. No. What's that? War. What is it good for? <laughs> what is it good for? Seinfeld. <laughs> like oh a my lame. gosh, that was hilarious. Okay, so the next one is respected. Mm -hmm. So we have admired, trusted, accepted, respected. Respected, the definition, a feeling of deep admiration for someone or something elicited by their abilities, qualities, or achievements. So a state of being admired. Um, yeah, I like that a lot. And so again, this goes to the same thing of accepted and respected where it's like, I, and, and this is again, something that I see often with our clients is that somehow women have this free pass to just like take a Mondo dump on their husband and just be like, See, he didn't do the dishes. He doesn't care about anything. But they're not seeing all the bills that he paid, the fact that he took the car in when it was broken, the fact that he stayed up late with the kid when they, you know, had a dream or whatever. Like, mm -hmm. they're, we're, again, I'm going to speak for, uh, this is broad brush strokes. If you're a lady who does not do these things, then air five to you. But I see a lot of ladies in marriages that are unhappy that do these things. And so this is for you. Um, if you can't respect through the lifetime of your relationship, what your husband does, how he is, who he is, how he shows up, how he always shows up or whatever. If you can't have that respect sort of like as a foundational pillar, you're going to struggle You're gonna, because it ends up being this like, well, I'm a lady. I'm allowed to just say you're like a douchebag anytime mm -hmm. I want. Right. right. And that's, see, yeah, see I want to give the caveat, but women don't stay in dummy relationships where right. your guy isn't doing anything respectable, mm -hmm. where... Let me, yeah, let me say that you know, we, we both work really hard to all of these goals all I the was time. Thinking, I was thinking of this today on my run, and I was like, oh, man. I was going like through gratitude stuff. Oh, I'm thankful for Melanie and you know the kind of relationship we have and all this stuff. And I was thinking, falsely, I think, and might have been an upper limit problem or mm -hmm. whatnot. I was thinking, oh, man, is our relationship so good only because you've worked really hard? Me? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, continue. Nice try. But I was I I wasn't doubting myself or anything in that, but I, I, I was I was thinking, man, if Melanie wasn't the way she was, we wouldn't have what we have. Mm -hmm. And I quickly reminded myself, it's like an autocorrect. Mm. A Google autocorrect for my brain. Little red line so Seth correct, right? Mm. Like, wait a minute. I have done equal amounts of yeah. work. Oh yeah. From from this to that to whatever, mm -hmm. all kinds of stuff. And we do it together. Mm -hmm. And I think I even spoke this out loud. It's like, oh, we do equal amounts of work, self-work, mm -hmm. because 
we both can point to a vision of the marriage that we want. Right. And we're working towards that, right? And people get it so confused. Again, it's like, oh, marriage. I should do this. This is how it should be. She should be that way. He should be this way. But think about it as, as a company, right? A great company isn't because the CEO or the founder was just so dang awesome that he or she made everything happen. Mm-hmm. No. Right. There was equal amounts of hard work with other visionaries, with other integrators mm-hmm. to make that company awesome, mm-hmm. right? It's not just all you. It's not just all me, mm-hmm. you know? Right. And I think that that goes back to my point of most women think it's all them. And I think because women are, are geared and trained to be relational and men are geared and mostly trained to be autonomous and individual, mm-hmm. that I think that is why women feel that they are better at relationships. Let me tell you what, ladies, you're not. Uh, you might be more relationally wired, but you're not better at them. Uh, I was certainly not better at them, and most of my clients are not better at them than their husband. Mm-hmm. And it, I do want to say that, like, I think that that's something we get twisted very, very much so where we go, oh, well, I know I'm thinking more about relational things than he is. That must mean I'm uh, better at it. That must mean I'm um, like holier than thou. I somehow win, you know? Y'all get it twisted with two Z's. Twisted. This is twisted. Twizzlers. Okay, word association. I got to stop that or it'll go on for days. Yes, it will. Disney's. It's the longest podcast ever. It will. Um, but I think that that is where I want to go to this place of like respecting on purpose, with a purpose, for a purpose, for your marriage, what your husband brings to the table because not everything in a relationship, women don't know everything. We don't know everything. And even if mm-hmm. we know some relational stuff, that's sure as shit doesn't mean we know how to do it. Right. I mean, I know women who can tell you all day long the right thing to do, and then they go and do the complete opposite. All of us do that. Right, 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 right. And why, so, why, why aren't, you know, we cabillionaires and have like a six-pack everything? A cabillionaire. We know how to do it. It is the, I was talking to a potential client this morning. Uh, we know how to do all this stuff, right? Right. It's the application when the shit hits the fan, like, ooh, yes. It was like what your brother said, Sam. He what? was like... I know I can do it, but I haven't done it. I need to get out of that mindset. of <laughs> like, yeah, I could do that, but I didn't. But know? I haven't. Yeah. I haven't, Any, how about gonna... this? Everyone in the world, anybody can do everything. Right. It's, do you have a plan? Do you have people around you? Do you have a vision? Do you have mm-hmm. affirmation? Do you have those things in place? And are you working on it every day? Yeah. Right. Anybody can do anything. Oh, easy. Okay. Yes. Newsflash. What are you doing? Right. Kind of thing. Yeah. It's all about so, action. Let me go back to this. Admired, trusted, accepted, respected. I'm going to add that fourth one. The fifth one is desired. Mm. Again, I could have put it in here, but it's like one too many words. But I do want to talk about this idea because I think that desire falls in line with admiration. Actually, it's all of these things. It's all the things. If it's, all I of admire, those things yeah. are in place, mm-hmm. then the normal response is hmm. that's desirable. I desire I that. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I think that when men, again, women think so, okay, let me say it like this. Women, you need to change how you think about how your husband works and how he thinks and who he is and what a man is and what men think. People get jealous too because like the, the last one, like feeling desired, mm-hmm. People have, geez, we've had so many arguments about, oh, well, you just don't, you know, desire me. You don't want me or anything like that. And if I talk about, you know, like a comparison or something like that, 
it's maybe because that person that I'm comparing you to or whatnot or a person you're comparing me to is doing those things. Mm. Does, does that make sense? It, it kind of like all came together in my mind for a minute and I <laughs> kind of lost it. But, um, hey, I want to feel desired by you. Mm-hmm. And we get an argument about that and you're like, Seth, you don't do this, this, and this, and this. Mm-hmm. Get it together and I will and mm-hmm. I can kind of thing, you know? Or women say... I just don't, I mean, you don't, you don't want me. You don't, you know, you don't think I'm pretty or whatnot. I'm like, yeah, I actually do, but you hound me on all this other stuff for so long and don't actually see what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Why? Then I can look at wife X over here and go, see how, see how she treats him. Right. See how she's happy and she's fun and she's whatever. That's awesome. And again, that goes back to that chicken and the egg thing where it's like, this is a cycle. This is a cycle that is either a, a unhealthy cycle or you can change it and make it healthy (coughs) COVID. Um, but it's challenging because it's triggering. Right. Mm -hmm. But I do think that like I go back to this idea of, I want women to really re-examine what they believe men are like. Do men want to be desired? Yes or no? Yes. (coughs) If you ask me that, a year ago, I probably would have been like, no, men don't care about that. What's wrong with you? <coughs> I have COVID. That's what's wrong. I'm not talking about that. Why? Because <coughs> it's not manly. Uh, desired? Hey, another human, do you like it when other people think you're cool? Yeah. Why, why would you think that just because I'm a guy, that I wouldn't want that? I don't know. That's why I'm presenting this. That's why I'm saying it's important to know these things. You know. Because you can be mad. <laughs> My dad never put off a vibe of desire me. You know what I mean? But let me say this. He's the CEO of a big company. He's got a lot of money. He has a lot of desirable attributes. I have seen him. Remember what we were talking about a while back, like my friend at the skateboard park, he would look straight oh, yeah. to his girlfriend mm-hmm. if he did something cool. Mm-hmm. I have seen your dad look at your mom like oh, yeah. that more than I can count. Yeah. And that's what's interesting is that m- women read that as, oh, God, what? You want a pat on the back? Gross. That's what they do. Gross. They go, I'm not your mom. Gross. Mm-hmm. And I've seen it a million times where a husband is trying to impress his wife and that's the last thing she wants to see. And I think this ex- gets exacerbated after kids for some reason. Um, but I think that... Well, for some reason, because that's that's your life. You're, right. you're pulled on and tugged on and everything else. Mm-hmm. But I think that it's much harder after kids are around. Um, I think especially if you have a boy, uh, sons. I think it it magnifies something that at first seems very unattractive. But again, that's why my whole journey started is watching our sons who are teenagers and then watching all the men in there or the the boys in their Taekwondo group. They just want to make Master Nini so (laughs) proud. And I I just watched it and was like, wait, there's something to this. There's something like wired in those little kids, those little boys who are acting the exact same way as a 21-year-old Man, it doesn't change. It still feels nice. And like, I would like to look into the like evolutionary piece of that. It's like, uh, that that's interesting to me as like a social kind of Mm -hmm. psychologist, uh, field. But how about this? Let me just break it down. Men or women, (laughs) where did we get it wrong of like, hey, who do you like to be around more? Somebody fun or somebody not fun? Right. Somebody positive. And encouraging Mm -hmm. or somebody not positive and not encouraging. Right. Who the hell doesn't know that? Right. 
Lots of people. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I was talking. So we just got back from Folly Beach, Sokolana, right? We're, we're like me- most Folly repping right now. I have a Folly Beach shirt on. You have a Burt's Market Folly Beach and Taco Boy. And a Taco Boy hat. I love it. <laughs> we're beach vibes all day long here. Folly Beach blinged out, right? And tons of conversations with my mom and grandma and families and stuff like that, which is really awesome. And it's it's just, I mean, geez, come on, people. Who? It's like a coworker or anything like that. Like, if you're not fun, you're not fun to be around, mm-hmm. right? And then you get mad and you think, oh, why don't people want to be around me? You don't love me. Because oh. you act in a way that is not fun. Right. You're not encouraging. Mm-hmm. You, do you? And I'm not saying you have to be a party clown every room <laughs> you walk clown. in or anything like that. But it's like, what kind of vibe, what kind of energy do you bring to this? Right. What kind of energy do mm-hmm. I bring mostly? Mm-hmm. Mostly. Fun, Zippy, positive, zappy, encouraging, late tease, everything. And I really noticed this and I was like, I really want to affect this. Hashtag real talk. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. Your family is great. They are. But if I have to go <laughs> to another birthday party. I know. They're all the same. Or a celebration of nothing. <laughs> I will die. You won't die. You'll be fine. So again, I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't either. But I'm not saying that as, Let, a, let's as say a complaining a way. Let's use I'm a different saying word. the energy, the vibe, yeah. the, the thing about it, right? And I'm not... I don't know how else to say this. I love your family. They're right. great. They have helped us so much mm-hmm. and I value them and appreciate every single thing they bring to the relationship, to us, to our kids, to everything, right? But. Wet blanket city. It's a wet blanket city. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that my family is the most party, but mm-hmm. good Lord, what did my mom do in like a storm of the century when yeah. we were on Folly Beach? She looked at our kid and said, hey, Let's go run in the rain. Yeah, they went Let's into go the, to the ocean, beach. yeah. And it was pouring down rain. Mm-hmm. There wasn't lightning because that would have been unsafe. But she's crazy. Mm-hmm. She'll do anything. And I and so will I. Yeah. I definitely get that from her, right? Mm-hmm. But but also, there's other stuff. We, I mean, we all have family stuff. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I was thinking about, okay, what kind of energy am I going to bring every single day mm-hmm. to this vibe? Because think about it this way. Every day can be a party. Mm-hmm. It can be a stupid nothing party or just like, Hey, this is fun. This is encouraging. This mm-hmm. is, I, I would rather do that than not that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, and I want to comment on that. Like <clears throat> being in Charleston this year at Folly Beach, like I want, this is a, like a very standout moment for me. And I don't know why it was so profound mm. when Sam left to go home. Right. So we are all on the back porch and it was like raining, I think. And Sam was getting, Sam and Corey were getting ready to go home. Mm-hmm. Right. And your mom was just saying goodbye to them, to him, actually. She had already said goodbye to Corey. And she, like, hugged him a bunch and kissed his face. It it literally treated him like I would treat Tough or Mariner right now and was like, I love you so much. Be so safe on the road. Mm -hmm. And I used to look at behavior like that and be like, oh, my God, get over it. He's just a guy. Like, I used to think... She's weird. Like I literally used to tell people like, yeah, Seth's mom just like kisses his butt no matter what he did. Like, oh, you put up the curtains. Oh, you're so great. Like I would say things like that. Maybe it's called appreciative. Right. Yeah. Or like admiration or I love you or like 
let's just be nice to each other. You did something nice to your house. You put up a curtain. Awesome. Right. Right on. Here's some new curtains. High five. Like I used to look at that behavior. And Sick of this. I used to look at that behavior and think, weird. That's weird. That's weak. That's dumb. That's that's like pandering or some sort of weird, inappropriate, like men don't have any standards. They can just be baby boys forever and you just have to like be proud of them. That's literally but what- But the thing that was productive got done and someone who wanted that thing done said, thank you. I know. But and like happily so. That's what's so weird. And again, I'm bringing this up because- What in the world? I- Used to comp I used to complain about these behaviors with your mom. Not not with her. I used to complain about how your mom and your grandmother doted on you. And I used to look at it and with really skewed, like, that's gross. These are men. They're not boys. Like, don't treat them like boys. So that clearly indicated that somewhere I believed men didn't need to be doted on. Men didn't have those feelings or shouldn't have had them. Never once in all my doting upon from my grandma or granny ma or my mom <laughs> did i feel like a weak little boy yeah ever right you know so it wasn't like a uh an enabling uh, uh, tell it, us what you felt like then i felt when I granny felt, ma would grab your neck with her tiny little granny ma hands and kiss your face who the hell else is gonna do that not a grandma that's mm -hmm. what grandmas are for <laughs> you know what i'm saying you understand what i'm saying mm -hmm. so um that that was I never once felt like oh I'm a baby I can't do anything or anything. So like, let's so let's go through the line. So okay. you've got Granny Ma and Nana right. who do that. They you know kiss your eardrum as like, loud like as a, they like possibly a, like can. A grandma like a grandma does. Right. They smell all the things. Right. They smell good like floral, whatever's old old florals <laughs> old flowers. And then you have your mom right who wants to you to succeed. She's like yes, go to the college or get the girl or get the degree or get that job or get that car, right? Move away, start a rock band. No, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? She's mm -hmm. like your cheerleader. Yes. Like I remember that when Matt said his mom died and he said, I lost my cheerleader. Yeah. I lost my biggest cheerleader, my biggest whatever he said, like fan or whatever. Yeah, so then sad. what's the, so what's the, what's the wife? What are, like, we're clearly not hitting the mark. So if you have, Grandmas and nanas do this. Mm -hmm. Moms do this. Wives do what? What should they do? A similar thing that feels good to them in that way, mm -hmm. right? I know a lot of dudes who think they deserve the world if you freaking like apply for a job. I'm right. like, that's sick. That's gross. You right. don't deserve shit, mm -hmm. right? But also... A lot of women maybe had dads that did that, so they felt they had to do that, and that then they're practicing like enabling behavior. Mm -hmm. You know, like no dude gets to like have his balls drop and go put pants on and go get a job. You right. know what I'm saying? And that makes me sick. Um, but sometimes women, because it was modeled for them in that way, do that, and I do not advocate for that whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Nor do I advocate for the dudes like you know thinking they've done one thing or getting you know treated like a king behavior or something like that. What it does for me is like uh, the same pastor who I hate his guts also said, no, I don't think he said this. I think I said this. I don't hate his guts, by the way. Um, I said this, it's like, or it's been said, it's like, I can literally just be like a dog. Like mm -hmm. at the beach, we saw thousands of dogs playing fetch a mm -hmm. hundred zillion hours oh, yeah. and they never would stop, right? Oh yeah. Throw it, bring the ball back. Good boy, good boy. Pet mm -hmm. it again, zing, yeah. right? Guys will do that mm -hmm. if done appropriately. And is that is the owner of that dog enabling the dog? Right. No, seriously. 
No. No. It's it's. If they're playing with the dog. They're, it's like I'm a, not saying like play, right? But they, it's like doing what is most enjoyable. I love playing fetch with the dog. It's hilarious. It's fun. He, you know, runs and slides and all this stuff. And the dog loves it too, mm-hmm. right? But like acknowledge, respect, admire, mm-hmm. and desire your husband. And he will run like a dog all day long. Mm-hmm. And you'll get what you want. Right. And I, I do want to reiterate though, it is play. It sounds silly, but play is wonderful. Play is healthy. It's good for us. Yes. Like every day can be play. I mean, you see... We play all the time. We, like how how yeah. many... how many? I would say every morning, except maybe one or two, I don't know, uh, six out of seven mornings of a regular week, I'm down at the coffee table drinking coffee, doing writing or something. Mm-hmm. You know, you come down and we can be silly mm-hmm. with, each, with each other. And it's not Sometimes a Sometimes we do binocular eyes. Right. Or like sneak around the thing or like... Hide say, from each other. There you are. And it's not a... It's not a... It's not a coping mechanism for mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't know how to be normal. Right. It's like, oh, my best friend is up. Mm-hmm. Let's have some fun. Mm-hmm. You know? Even Aubrey Marcus of Own the Day mm-hmm. book, you know, he yeah. talked about he wrestles with his girlfriend. Right. right, Or maybe wife now. But they would just like start the day with play. Like move around right. kind of thing. You know, like smile and hug and kiss and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's like, Wow. We got a lot of mileage out of that. Yeah. You know and what I'm I, yeah. And I, I think it kind of wraps all back around. I know you're looking have at your one watch. Minute. It wraps all back around to like the energy that you bring. Again, I'm talking to wives here mm-hmm. because I think women are, we have this misconception that we should be serious, that we should be um, somehow trying to make our husbands do something or socially we're right because we think about more family oriented stuff. Like that's a bunch of crap and stop believing it. Like what would you. How could your marriage change today in one day mm. if you came with a playful attitude about serious stuff? I mean, we do this all the time. Like mm-hmm. we have a light, a light attitude and energy around things that are serious. Parenting. I think it's allowed us to my greatest gifts, the masculine, right? Mm-hmm. And feminine. We all have both, right? Um, come out. And then I go, hey, I'm going to do what my zone of genius is. And then that allows you to do what your zone of genius is. Feminine stuff. I don't know. Lady stuff. Lady crap. I'm just kidding about that. Um, and then it works. Mm-hmm. Oh, imagine that. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It works. Just like nature. Right. So I do, I'm going to reread those. So it's admired, trusted, accepted, respected, desired. What men desire from women, mm-hmm. right? So ladies, this is my plea to you. I encourage you to question how you show up energetically for your husband do you, uh, let me see, do you admire him? Do you trust him? Do you accept him? Do you respect him? And do you desire him? And in those questions, why or why not? So do you trust him? Why or why not? And also, do you let him know that you trust him? So do not expect your husband to treat you in a way that you, do not res- that you don't treat him. Mm-hmm. That's really the crux of all of this. Don't expect That's to be treated one. with admiration, respect, trustworthiness, desire and all of that, but then not reciprocate that. Right. You cannot, a lot of women do that and it does not work and it's not healthy and it's not good. If you liked this podcast, you better get your butt over to iTunes and rate and review it right now. Yeah, that'd be rad. Same thing with the dudes. You won't know this stuff, but you're treating your wife like dirt. Come on. You're wiser than that and it doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. If you did the same thing at a job, your ass would get fired in two seconds, you get demoted and you'd be wondering what the hell? Mm -hmm. Well, Get with it. Right. So, and if your husband, Lates, asks you to listen to this episode, do not get mad about it. Your husband is requesting 
an, a more enlightened version of your marriage. So mm -hmm. don't get mad at them, please. That's not going to help anything. We should have said that at the I know. Top. Reva, edit this in and put it at the beginning. <laughs> if your it husband asks cool. you to listen to this episode, don't get mad. Okay, two things. Guys, if you want more of this for the dudes, go to badasshusband.com. See if you're a good fit for my mastermind that kicks ass in every single area. My mastermind. My mastermind. <laughs> well, mine does that. Badasshusband.com. Go there. And ladies, if you want more of what she's bringing, go to anatomyofus.com forward slash women's group coaching. See if you're a good fit. Go through the application process because they don't take no dookie ladies. That's right. We had no dookie ladies That's right. accepted. All right, guys. Go to those. Uh, check those out. We love you. I hope this has been helpful and we will talk, talk to you Talk to you soon. later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Anatomy of Us. This podcast is produced by my mom, Melanie Studley, and hosted by my dad, Seth Studley. Our show is edited and published by our producer, Reba Hansen, from Creative Media Support. Special thanks to our Patreon members that get an extra episode every week. Thanks for watching. Love you. Bye.